Welcome to the Dr. Nicolia Show, where we discuss life goals, mindset blocks that prevent you from living your purpose and have fun while doing it, all for a better mind, a better life, and a better you. Each Tuesday, we'll release new episodes, so make sure you stay tuned. I'm your show host, Dr. Nicolia, and I'm so excited you're here joining me. Welcome back to another Transformational Tuesday with me, Dr. Nicolia. I'm so excited to have you guys here today. If you're new to me, welcome. If this is a returning podcast episode that you're coming back to, welcome back. As you know, or if you don't know, you'll learn quickly that I love self-care. I'm a huge advocate for self-love and self-care because I believe that if you can't love and care for yourself truly, then you can never really live a fulfilling life. And so so today I want to talk about forgiveness because I think that forgiveness is such a dynamic and powerful concept, but I think it's one of those concepts that majority of us miss out on implementing, applying, and truly understanding. So when we think about the definition of forgiveness, it's a conscious or deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance towards another person or a group or someone who has offended or harmed you, regardless of if they actually deserve forgiveness. Now, sometimes it can it can be easier or easier to forgive somebody who is apologetic, right? It can be easy to forgive someone who seems to show remorse or feel sorry for their behavior. But I once read a meme that said, forgiving someone who hasn't apologized is real strength. But I actually believe that forgiving someone who hasn't apologized is mandatory because the reality is we can go through life and we may never get apologies. And if we sit around and we wait for apologies that we never get, then we're always going to be in this bitter or angry place or stuck place because we're waiting on an apology that won't come. And so I firmly believe that we have to stop waiting on apologies, but choose to make forgiveness a priority. Now, I could go on and on about forgiveness for other people and on and on about what forgiveness looks like. But when I think about forgiveness, what I what I realize and through my own counseling work in the past and my clinical and coaching work currently I realize that a lot of times people that lack forgiveness towards other people struggle with forgiving other people because they are struggling with forgiving themselves. Now, many of us know that forgiveness is a good thing. It's a healthy thing. It frees us of bitterness, anger, rage, or difficult emotions that not only weigh us down or don't feel good, but they can distract and disrupt our physical, emotional, and mental health. And more importantly, they can hold us back from the good that we could achieve or experience in our life. And while many of us recognize or acknowledge that we need to work on forgiving other people, think about it. Do you really work on being able to forgive yourself? Understanding that self-forgiveness is a key and critical component to self-love. There's a quote that I love by Publius Cyrus that says, how unhappy is he who cannot forgive himself? And I firmly believe that. I, I firmly believe that 
we cannot fully be happy with ourselves and with our life and our experiences unless we're able to first forgive ourselves. And understand that this is not something that I'm saying is easy. Um, I'm not even saying that this is something that will, you know, come overnight, but I am saying that it's something that's imperative. Forgiveness is for our growth and our happiness and our peace. When we hold on to hurt, pain, resentment, and anger, it harms us far more than forgiveness, right? A lot of times we believe that if we forgive or let go of other people's behaviors or of our of our choices and our behaviors, then we're saying that it's okay. We're acknowledging that the choices that they made or how they hurt us or how we hurt ourselves or let ourselves down, that it's acceptable. Forgiveness is not saying that. Forgiveness is saying like, I acknowledge that this happened to me. I acknowledge that I feel these emotions because of it, but I also recognize my need and the fact that I deserve to move forward. I deserve to have peace. There's a famous saying that says, for unforgiveness is like drinking poison, expecting another person to die. And to simplify that statement, when we are unforgiving, we are literally poisoning our bodies. We're filling our bodies with those toxins from depression and anger and bitterness and resentment and rage that do not allow us to, to be healthy. It really has a negative impact on our overall well-being. And when we're able to forgive, forgiveness allows us to move on without anger or the desire to seek revenge. Forgiveness frees us to move forward. One of the things that I notice most when I when I talk to my clients that are struggling with unforgiveness is they are so stuck in the past. They are so stranded in, if only this person apologized, or if only I made a better decision, or if only I never met this person, or if only I listened to my gut, if only um, I you know wasn't desperate, or didn't have low self-esteem, if only, if only, if only. And we could replay those scenarios in our brain over and over again, and, and technically, scientifically, Research says that when we replay situations, our brain doesn't know the difference between us replaying it and it being a reality. And so each time you're replaying this, it's almost like you're re-traumatizing yourself as if the experience is happening all over again. And so it's important that we have to let go of the past because the reality is we could replay the scenario 75 times over, but we can't change it. And so all you're doing is keeping yourself in this bitterness and bitter and powerless place of not being able to make any significant changes or shifts about it. And so it's important that we let go of that so that we can move forward. The only thing that we can shift and change is the now. And so we'll talk about that, but I want to talk about four strategies to forgiveness. So the first strategy is to allow yourself to process your feelings and your emotions. So the reality is something happened that hurt you, whether it was a choice you made, whether it was an experience that you've gone through, whether it was somebody that did something to you. You have gone through something that hurt you, that offended you, um, that maybe set you back or made you fall on your face. This is a part of life and those feelings are valid. Okay, there's nothing wrong with your feelings at all. But like I always say, feelings aren't bad in of themselves. It's what we do with those feelings that make them good or bad. So if you are angry and you decide that you're going to, you know, talk to a friend and vent and get some some non-biased advice. That's a healthy way to cope with anger. If you're angry and you go out and you start self-harming, that is not a healthy way to cope with anger. Or if you are, you know, sad and you hire a counselor or a coach to support you and you have a, you know, a healthy, you know, session that you can vent, 
or if you get on social media and you look for sympathy. Notice the difference. So the emotion in of itself is not bad. It's what we do after feeling that emotion that makes it healthy or not healthy. And I'm a firm believer that we can learn from every single emotion we experience if we sit still and sit with those emotions. And a lot of us don't like those difficult emotions. So we respond in ways that seem like a quick fix. But the quick fixes aren't going to help us, are not going to help us process forgiveness, aren't going to help us move forward. In fact, they kind of keep us in this cycle of unforgiveness and anger and all of those difficult emotions. And so it's important that we allow ourselves to really process those emotions that we're feeling based on the experience or the circumstance or the person that has offended or hurt us and learn from that to move forward. Do not try to run from those feelings. The next step is to remember that we're all human. So when you understand, this is such a powerful concept to me and I, I learned this through going through a lot of um, life altering and life changing experiences. But when you learn that what someone what someone does has more to do with them than it can ever have to do with you you learn grace and in turn you learn forgiveness the same thing with yourself when you learn that hurt people hurt people so that hurt part of you that maybe jumped into a toxic relationship that you feel like you should have known better or that hurt part of you that constantly went in environments where you weren't wanted and you were tolerated and treated poorly um, that hurt person that hurt you when you learn that hurt people hurt people and that people make choices from those hurt places, not from like spite. There, there's very few people in the world that purposely go out to spite people and to intentionally hurt people. Most of the time when we are offended, it's from a place of just not thinking through or being in hurt or an unintentional place of, of people making choices that they didn't think through. The reality is we're all human. We all are going to make choices that we are not proud of. But we can learn from those experiences, which allows me to go into the third step of forgiveness, learning from each experience. So when we acknowledge that maybe we made a choice that we're not proud of, what can you learn from that experience? What part of yourself needs healing in order to prevent making those choices moving forward? How can you grow from this experience? When it comes to forgiveness of other people, understanding that other people are human and they may not be proud of their decision either. And if they're if they haven't apologized, that doesn't that's not proof that they're not proud of it. Or um, if maybe they're proud of it right now and years down the road, they'll they'll grow to regret it or resent the decision they made. But we have to understand that we're all human and every experience that we have works together for our good. You know, in the Bible, God, the verse says, um, God works everything out together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And I can't remember the exact, um, where it comes from, what, uh, what book it comes from, but I firmly believe that each experience that we have works together to develop us into who we are meant to be. I think about, you know, my experience, if I hadn't gone through a traumatic teenage traumatic teenage years with my mom's ex-husband I never would have been in a position to start researching trauma and the impact it had on other people and then I never would have went and got my bachelor's in psychology I never would have went and went on and started counseling people and focusing on clinical work to support people that lived in traumatic households specifically students you know at the age I was at or you know with my divorce if I hadn't gone through my divorce experience I wouldn't be able to coach and support other people that are looking for healing through their experience and so while these are things that I was very resentful of and very angry with God about and very angry with myself about for a long time, to be honest. These are all experiences that made me who I was. 
And so each experience, I was able to learn from that. And, and instead of allowing them to break me, I allowed those experiences to build me, to allow me to grow and to develop into who I am called to be. So each mistake and experience that we go through is a learning opportunity. But if we always look at life like it's happening to us, like, oh, whoa, it's me. I can't believe this happened to me versus life is happening for us, meaning that this is happening for me. What can I what can I learn and gauge from this experience? How can I grow from this experience? We'll always remain in a stuck place. And so I challenge you to really shift that perspective and start to think about each opportunity and experience as a learning opportunity. Finally, the fourth step is to allow yourself to move forward. So Remember I said earlier, like a lot of times we replay the situations over and over and over again in our head, right? We think that, oh, you know, if only this happened. We have to stop playing the situations over and understand that the only thing that we have control of is the present. So we can't control our future. We can't control our past, but we can control our present. And so we have to focus on the here and the now and what we can do with what we've experienced, what we can do with what we are feeling and how we can use that to move forward successfully. Now, there's different types of forgiveness, right? There's conditional forgiveness where it's like, I will forgive you if, and then there's unconditional forgiveness. This is the highest type of forgiveness that we can offer anybody, including ourselves. This is where we are forgiving no matter what. We're forgiving no matter how hard it hurt us. We're forgiving even if you're not sorry. We're forgiving because we recognize that we have to stop basing our actions and our thoughts and our feelings on what another person or what our past experiences have done to us. We understand that unconditional forgiveness is the only way to truly be able to move forward with the peace that we deserve and that we desire. And when we do that, you will notice that the weight that you carry moving forward is so much lighter than the weight of unforgiveness. So I want you to understand that forgiveness is ultimately a choice. Many of us don't think that we have a choice with forgiveness. We think that we have to wait for something and that goes back to that conditional forgiveness. But forgiveness is a choice that we can make at any point. Okay, And when we choose forgiveness and we follow these strategies, you are going to move forward with peace, with success, with clarity, and you will be able to enjoy life because you're no longer carrying that heavy baggage. And so I want you to take a moment and answer this question for yourself. What would happen if you made forgiveness the decision and the choice for you moving forward, whether it's forgiveness of yourself, whether it's forgiveness of other people? Think about it. Let me know. Until next week, I will chat with you guys later. Thanks for tuning in to the Dr. Nicole show today. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something new, I want to hear all about it. Your words and your feedback add so much value to this show. So here are three additional ways you can continue to support. First, leave a review. Your feedback helps me to show up and support you at a greater level. Two, share, share, share. If you loved today's episode, take a screenshot or highlight your favorite quote that stood out to you and share it on your social media account. Be sure to tag me at Nicolia Williams. I love seeing you guys engaging in all your takeaways. Plus, every time you share this with someone, it gives you a chance to let them also enjoy the show as well. Three, 
Be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. I'll see you next week for another amazing episode of The Dr. Nicolia Show.